never get the credit I deserve. I don't know if you're hearing every word. I don't get the credit I deserve. Rest in peace, Johnny. Really had them birds. Yeah, I'm a threat. I'm a threat. 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 Yeah, I'm a threat. I'm a threat. 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 You know I'm a threat. I'm a threat. 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 Yeah, I'm a threat. I'm a threat. 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 Houston, 
perfect weather, you know, everything. Then I got back. I left, you know, I consider what Vegas the West Coast, left the West Coast, yeah, right, you know, right, 75 right. Good degree weather. And I come back to Houston later on that night. And I'm get, I'm gonna get at the airport and I you know I'm walking around and I see people walking around with beanies on yeah, and man. big coats I'm like what's going on yes sir I step outside and I head to the, my parking garage where my car is and it's <laughs> get in my car and it says 36 degrees yes sir I'm like okay 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 now all right um, where does this come from you know yes I mean, sir I didn't know That's the weather real. was like that out here in Houston That's real. but and it didn't help that I was already sick you know so you know. I mean, I'm getting better, but other than that, man, I've been good. Like I said, I'm mean, only been to work like three days a week because I've been out of town. So come on, man. Like you said, <laughs> it's always good to to have that getaway. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But other than that, I've been great, man. Good to be back on the mic. Be back to why not sports? Come and all on. That, you know, so yeah, well, you know we appreciate it. The world appreciates you, bro. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. For it's sure. so good to be here. Yeah, I tried the two chains. Wow, wow, wow. I'm gonna send that two chains album about four, five times while I'm out of town. I know. What I mean, it's so. so good to be alive. Shout out to two chains. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, shout out to two chains. Real dope episode. Uh, episode. I know, duh, no episode number, but season five, title threat. And if you guys haven't checked the latest. Two Chain album out. This song is titled "Threat to Society," and I just wanted to just kind of sing a little bit for y'all. I'm thinking about being a. Uh, never mind. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not gonna be a singer, y'all. But yeah, glad to know you back though. And this weather is funny because last week the boys were taking turns with who was getting sick. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Like Tuesday was Big D, no Little D. No, it was Little D Tuesday and Friday was Big D. So, yeah, that was different. Um, yeah, but the weather's funny, man. Like right now, it's supposed to be 80 degrees, but yeah. it's raining. And yeah. then tomorrow I'll be back in the 40s or 50s. So it's just, it's a hit and miss. Please be careful. Please, uh, especially in, I guess no matter where you are, though, I hear the weather's funny across the board. Yeah. So please be prepared. And I know the listeners like Murph, we want to know how your week has been or weeks has been. We like to know. First off, like I said, outside of my son's playing tag with the sick bug, I went to the dentist. I went last Friday. I went yesterday. Yes. For a deep cleansing. (laughs) (laughs) They stuck needles in my mouth. And first off, I don't do needles. And I almost scream. <laughs> but I don't scream. I was like, oh, like a black Santa. Just so it can get numb and, and to provide treatment. And it's important that you guys go to the dentist as often as you can. Trust me. At this age, being in my mid-30s, I'll be going more often than I normally have been in my life. One, because... I am a public figure, and I want to make sure I have my real teeth and not false teeth. Right. So, yes, I will be going now. Now I have a special toothbrush. They told me it's better to go with the uh, automatic toothbrushes compared to you know the manual, high old school, and prescribe certain mouthwashes to help keep my oral hygiene up to par for the rest of my life 
first thing I thought was that's expensive. And one, I see why people, especially black folk, don't go to the dentist. <laughs> due to the pain and due to the finances, but shout out to my employer with dope insurance. Because that's the only reason why I was able to go. Yeah. For what the work that's been done and has to still get done. Yeah, shout out to them. Mm-hmm. So I had to had to go ahead and put my pearly whites on for the world. Say cheese. Yeah, I know all about that. Remember, I was going through that same process like a year ago, <laughs> getting fillings, teeth pulled, right. and all that. So now I'm in the process of just you know just getting teeth cleaned every six months. You mm-hmm. know, so. mm-hmm. Cereal, like it's a serious deal when it you is. get up up age, you it know, because you know we eat. I know I eat a lot of sweets, <laughs> exactly. Candy, you know, and stuff like that. Speak drinks, sports drinks, and all that. So. Good to take care of your your pretty whites, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I appreciate that, and, and I feel like this is for that listener out there that don't like doctors or dentists. It's really important because she is. said, "Mr. Murphy, if you you'll be surprised how many people come when it's too late, yeah. where they gotta have surgery or they gotta lose teeth. more teeth." Yeah. So I'm like, oh no, I'm good. So the big homie, good to go. Just like your health, I get my yearly checkup as well. I've been doing that for the last four years. And that's when Big D came because that was my first boy. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, oh, wait a minute. I got a, another Derek Murphy? I got to make sure I'm here for him. So I made yeah. sure once once he was here, I made sure I do my yearly checkup. Blood be on point. Health be on point. Blood pressure be on point. Even though I'll be like, sometimes, who between work, family, and life? Who? <laughs> Man, they be like, oh, you're good, Mr. Murphy. I'm like, oh, well, copy that. But anyway. I want to also point out some things. The title, like we said, is a threat. And it's not to, to, to say I'm better than the next man. But the big homie and Big Roy are a threat. Big Roy, I, I, I showed you some things for the future. I showed you some key collaborations for the brand. And I'm not even talking about the flagrant two. I'm talking about with Why Not Sports. That is going to be a game changer. Still within the first, well, I won't say the first quarter is almost over, but for the second quarter, it's huge. So I want to just thank everybody for allowing myself and Big Roy, Why Not Sports Nation, for sharing the podcast, telling a friend to tell a friend because it's really making some noise across the world. Right. And when people that are blue verified, people that has a high position, or impactful position in a company that can help push your brand to the next level. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's humbling, man. And I know we're going to get to the show, but that's why you guys rock with us because we don't even talk sports talk until we get through just kind of our everyday life, which is part of the mission statement of Why Not Sports. This was a vision that was just like, where are we going to start? Am I going to be a 30 minute solo hose am I gonna take clips from like a sports center you take a highlight you dissect it and kind of see how it relates to everyday life it went to man should I get a co-host Big Roy came along so just all of it's coming together now we are becoming one of the premier sports podcasts in the world and like I told you guys I want to tell you guys but just know the big homie out here working with some people that if you really whatever you want out of life, you can really get it. You can really do it. And on the flip side, though, there were a lot of declines. There were a lot of people not responding to, but for when they do respond, it's like OMG. That's a threat to this game 
and for people that think they can you know just come into this podcast game and feel like they can just take it by storm no it, it takes work it takes late nights it takes sleeping with your tablet your tablet or your laptop yeah. <laughs> in front of you or on you just because you really putting your all into this craft so again thank you guys very much this won't be the first this won't be the last and yeah y'all waiting for them look it up moments <laughs> they like yeah Murph what's up with some look it up they know oh, it's coming oh man come on man you know it's how we do it it's a few look it ups man I'm excited about March Madness and NCAA though but it's the I, time of the year huh man coming like a week away almost man huh? come on man selection Sunday yeah people that's was number one seeded in the regular season for conference play, might lose in their conference tournament. That's a game changer. Yeah, I love March Madness. I like the upsets. I'm big on upsets. You know, I like picking upsets. Where are you doing your brackets at this year? Um, I'm doing brackets this year. I'm gonna do them. I don't know where. You know, but <laughs> I'm gonna do them. Like, actually, this weekend because I'm, I'm not leaving the house weekends. I'm trying to get better. I'm gonna actually sit and watch a lot of college basketball so I can get a better. View of what's going on and see what's going on with Duke. Is, is Zion back yet? Is he? Have you came, came back no. yet? He still no. back. I don't. I, I respect that. You know, he shouldn't even come back no more. But try to get a better understanding of what's the landscape of college basketball right now. Anyway, too. So I'm gonna take this weekend to study a little more college basketball. See, because I, I, me personally, every year I always go with Kentucky because I feel like that's the most talented team, but they're always the most youngest team. But Yes, sir. Uh, we always got those like Kansas in there and Duke and North Carolina and Arizona and all that stuff. But I'm, I'm going to figure it out this weekend. I'm going to have my top four ready. I'm going to figure it out for sure this week. It won't take me long to figure stuff out. I know Big Dog is going to rock with you. <laughs> if it did, you wouldn't be right next to me. <laughs> it won't take me that long to figure <laughs> stuff out. So I'm going to have it all figured out probably like Sunday, you know, and have that bracket ready. My bracket always crashes in the first week, like round or every year, you know. So Yes. You know. And. Indeed. Gotta find out who them Cinderella teams are. That's that's, come on. That, that's the game chase right there. We yeah. Find out some Cinderella yeah. teams. Who gonna come and be that threat? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who gonna be the threat and mess up your bracket to the Elite Eight? Come yeah, that's, on. That's 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 the game change right there. So come on. We gonna have it figured out. Yes, indeed. And I know, my listeners. Before I give y'all that look it up, I also want to let you guys know I did go to the Rockets game. Yeah. For yeah. D Wade's last stop in Houston. I was literally right behind the backboard. Like, literally. Like, James Harden got the – and that's the game he scored 58 points. Yeah. I was right there. He did an and one. And I looked right in his face. He looked at mine. I was like, yep, that's the MVP. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't – it wasn't – I haven't – so moving forward, you can mark my road words on this day, on this episode, at least for the rest of this year, I have nothing negative. Yeah, I, I was meaning to ask you, like, since you – had a chance because I seen a couple of games. I seen like two games live this year. You had a chance to watch him personal, like live up close, direct. Like, what's your come away with that? Because you, 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 like I said, you was there when he dropped fifty eight. Yes, you know, and I, I was there. That's sometimes unusual for him. But since you was there live to witness the step back, the the, the playmaking, the step, no, the step back, step back. Yeah, the step back, step back. <laughs> the playmaking, the alley hoops. The what was your takeaway from watching James Harden live? To see him go off like that and be a team player with the assists, the scoring, all that. He's a threat to this game. You cannot duplicate him. You can't even emulate him. He 
one of a kind. Mm -hmm. I've never in my years of watching basketball and then see it up close and personal. Like you see all the consecutive games, 30-plus games. He's been, you know, doing and cooking and just, you know, scoring as he has. But to see it in person and still not be tired. Yeah. Do it effortlessly and still earn the respect of the opponents and his team to still count on him. I won't I won't trace like that to where I want to be known as that guy. Yeah. You know, to still be that go to person and still make it look like it's light work. And he did fifty eight against D Wade and the Miami Heat. And the Heat had a twenty point lead. Yeah, it was, it was a comeback. We come back came back from twenty one, I think. You know. It's like I said, it's different when you see it on TV, but once you see it live Dude, I was right there. Like I, I seen a lot of guys face to face. Like yeah. I really felt like I like I told you, I felt like sh- this is gonna be normal. And you, and while you was in the arena, you felt the momentum picking up when he started. Oh, yeah, like, he like, his okay, he got thirty eight. Yeah. Uh, Forty one. Forty four. Like you realize uh, he he's he going he finna go off. That's how it always happens when you see a live, you like you see the points start adding up. Then you yeah, look they, up at the scoreboard yep. and he has fifty eight or sixty one points. You're like, okay, whoa. You know, so just what he been doing all year, you know, man. I say I know when you went. I knew when you went to go see a live, it would change your whole <laughs> perspective about. And I'm still a Spurs fan. I don't yeah, want to yeah, question yeah, my my yeah. my, my loyal listeners. But I know the respect level you have oh, for this man. game now is risen. James Harden. You see, when Big D was talking, he's yeah. a Rockets fan. <laughs> yeah. Big D love the yeah. beard. He love and, and I'm gonna say Yao Ming. And for those out there, like Yao Ming, he don't play yet. But on 2K, because my son isn't as talented. I make sure he played with the talented Houston Rockets team with Alonjuan, Yao, T Mac, and CP3. And them boys be bald. Yeah, I can imagine that squad. Clyde Drexler. That's a that's like a elite list you just lined up right Dude. there. Dude. And he be and, and look Big D be balling. Big yeah. D be balling. He uh until like the second quarter, he he just you know, the bench come in and they yeah. not as strong. <laughs> How was the uh, D Wade reaction though with the game? How was the you know how was the farewell? Was it you know? It was well. It was well. a. It was definitely uh, a warm welcome. It was mm-hmm. a respect thing. Yeah, I respect him for the fact that even though it wasn't Miami, they he still took time to sign autographs, take a few selfies, and he felt the love. Yeah, when I talked to you that, that later on that night, I told you from. Cause after I think after the game, uh, him and CP3 had a little thing. It happened. Yes, the, 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 the jersey there. swap. Then you can see when DOA was leaving the court, the arena was still full. Yeah, I, yeah. The arena was yep. still full. Yep. Standing yep. ovation. Yep. You know, that's right like there. that was a respect factor. I think you know, and that's something you you know he deserves anyway. It goes because the arena was still full. Full. They saw the crowd. The arena was still yeah. full. People standing on their feet clapping for this guy. You know, so that's a big respect factor. I think for DOA. Yeah, uh, one of the best to ever do it. Yeah. One of the best to ever yeah. do it. And he also, you know, had a pretty decent game. And yeah. and I was to the point, like I was telling you, a part of me, and I'm going to let the world know, I wanted to be a male groupie for a few times in my life. You know what I mean? Like, D-Wade, D-Wade. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, Murph, chill out. You know what I'm saying? But to, to, to see him that close, to see him play in person again was, was definitely something. One of the, my top you know, sports moments that I can honestly say because, like you said, the warm welcome and, and to see somebody that I've seen grow 
from you know days in Chicago playing high school ball to now the one of the best arguably to ever do it. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, yeah. So shout out to D Wade. Shout out to my um, the, the Houston Rockets and that Miami game because they was down twenty one. Yeah, they was on us. They was on us. And that boy James Harden. Yeah. I, n- nothing but respect. Like he he's gained a new uh, uh, follower. <laughs> if that makes sense, because yeah. I'm like, dude, you you yeah, you balling. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man, that uh that game was dope. But my look it up, man. Unless you got more questions to the game. No, no, that's it, man. You know. Yeah, I ain't want to stretch it out too much. But being at being where I was sitting at though, it puts things into a different perspective. I saw Mike Evans. I saw Andre Johnson. Like I was like literally yeah, within. It, it was a star-studded event. They, they had the celebrity thing going on at the game. Dude, Calvin Murphy came on through. Yeah. I was like, bruh. Yeah. I'm like, dude. This, I I I I felt like I belong here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not boasting. I'm not bragging. But just to, it just felt normal. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, I'm not even starstruck. Like I'm for those listeners that rock with me. You guys know I had Mike Evans on the show. I was um, the media person. I re- I recorded for him when he had his youth football camp here in Houston last year. So it was just kind of like, wow. So it- it's a beautiful thing, man, to just know that people who you worked with is a star study. And it was like, oh, that's normal. You know, so <laughs> it is humbling. So I thank you guys again, like I said, for sharing a podcast and telling a friend to tell a Ran. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. So I hope y'all got y'all pen and pad ready so y'all can go back and do some research just to make sure the big homie on his P's and Q's. Um I wanna laugh. I wanna <laughs> I wanna laugh. I wanna make a joke about Skechers. You know, they put out a advertising. Saying that they shoes won't split on you. <laughs> they trying to, uh, they trying to uh, get some marketing for Zion. Or Come something on, like that, you, you know? already know, man. You already know. Skechers shoes so heavy, you know. Man, come yeah. on, yeah they are. <laughs> now I do use Skechers as work shoes. Yeah. I don't know if I ever said that on this show or anyway, but Skechers I use them as a work shoe. It's a gentleman. It's a couple of managers, man, when it comes to basketball that has had a huge impact. The first one, he's in high school. His name is Sam Ajabi. He's a senior at Ballard High, and he's being recruited by D1 universities. Not for his athletic ability, but for how he manages the team, making sure... You know, they get their stretches and making sure, you know what a manager do. Making sure just just the support. And I'm like, that's dope. That's kind of important, too, because I know when I was playing in college, I had, I had that same person I went to training every game that got stretched out with. I had got taped by the same trainer every time. So that thing, you know, sometimes they say players, you know, we do things – like in rotation We like to repeat certain like mm-hmm. Athletic things But you know That makes a difference You know So I know That's a good look for him You know That means he's on top Of his stuff too you take, yeah. He takes it serious You know yeah. So that's a good look for him But also The managers do more things Outside of yeah. the basketball court Yeah And I'm not gonna explain In detail But I will say this The ma- I had two managers 
when I got there to A&M Corpus, they was already a senior. Mm-hmm. But when it came to just somebody just to talk to, especially for those, they were from Corpus Christi. They knew where to go. Mm-hmm. They knew who, you know, who were reliable when it comes to just things that you wanted, whether it was clothes, whether it was a barbershop, you know what I mean? Especially for somebody like me coming from the Midwest. My first ever manager at Andam Corpus was dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. little things like that helped bring me in to making me comfortable playing at that university. So again, shout out to that brother for doing his thing. And it was another manager, another basketball manager that came through for his team. They actually allowed him to play in the game. I'm working on trying to get his name, but I think it was when Cal State Poly played Cal State Fullerton. And just just hold on a minute. Uh, California's team, huh? Yeah, California. man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Cali. Yep, Cal State Fullerton senior basketball manager. He suited up for the team and came in and scored a bucket. That's pretty cool. And that's how it should be. Just yeah. like... Probably living out one of his dreams, too. Yeah. You know, so... Don't take it for granted. Do not take it for granted. Shout out to women. This is uh, Women's History Month. Yeah. Shout out to the women. International Women's Day. It was Friday, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I'm giving them a shout out. Yeah, shout out to all the women. You know, all the women. Well deserving. So, it's a few of them. So we got a Lori Lightfoot or a Tony Preckwinkle. <laughs> These women will be the new mayor of Chicago, Illinois. Yep. Y'all heard it. You know, in Chicago been going through a lot over, I'd say maybe the last three, four years, you yeah. know, in that community, you know, with the killings and the... Yeah. Gang violence and the shootings, and I think at one point in time Chicago was leading the nation in murderers and homicides and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, so sometimes change is good. You know, yeah. especially with a city like Chicago. You know, it's such a beautiful city. When I was there, I loved it, even though it was for, for freezing. But mm-hmm. It's yes, a beautiful sir. city. You know, so hopefully that a new voice in that town will bring you know things better for that community because. You never want to see a community like Chicago go through, you know, stuff like that. You know, yeah. even though it's just a historic sports town with the with the with the with the Bulls and the Bears, with mm-hmm. Michael Jordan and mm-hmm. the '85 Bears and all that stuff. You know, so it's a very historic town out there. Yeah, man. So shout out to the city of Chicago, and again, shout out to the women. It's a young lady, football. Just signed a scholarship, and she's a non-kicker. The, the defensive back, Tony Harris, yep. from Detroit. Yeah, come on. Who she signed? Did they tell you who she signed? Central with? Methodist University. Okay, yeah. congratulations. Come on, man. Like Shout out to you, Miss Tony Harris. Next is the first woman to be in the NFL, come man. On. So break the barriers. Come Black on, woman man. too. African Americans. So. Come on, man. Out here making moves, bro. Keep telling them making moves. UFC, MMA, how you want to look at it? It's a it's a tough thing. Hmm. I know Ronda Rousey just came out and said that 
don't know if you saw it, but she said it's fake. She said it's scripted. Did you see that? Hear about that? I didn't hear about that, but yeah. From she part, said wrestling is scripted. It's made up. It's not real. Oh, she's naming wrestling. Or yes. UF, the UF. Wrestling. Okay, wrestling. I can believe that. I can wrestling. believe that. Well, but we all do. Yeah, I think it is. I think my uncles told me that from way back then. When I used to watch The Rock. You know, right. And uh, the Stone Cold. See, they're like, man, this is you know. Then you look at it. And you have to look at it sometimes. You can tell the fakeness of it, the punches, you know, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But when I see somebody jumping off a steel cage, I'm like, that look real to yeah, me. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, now, there's certain aspects that are real. You know, real. <laughs> jumping through a table, that look kind of real to me, you know. But, you know, yeah, as far as wrestling, yeah, I think it's some type of fakeness to it. You know? But that's like reality TV, though. All the way fake. You know what I mean? And I bring that up to say, you went from MMA towards the end of your career wasn't that strong. When you were on your peak, you were a threat. But now wrestling is helping pay your bills. So why would you put that out there? Yeah. I'd be like, I'm glad it's not, you know, I'm glad it's scripted because based on my age, I want to kind of plan ahead and know what I'm getting myself into in more depth instead of just kind of like the average player in, you know, regular sports that you don't know what can happen. You know what I mean? So I'm like, in a way, you, in my opinion, I think you kind of got it easy when you know the outcome, mm-hmm. what's going to happen, how it's going to happen if everything lines up. You know what I mean? So it just kind of caught me off guard when she was like, oh, it's not real, it's fake. But I'm like, hey, it's paying you too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Still keeping you on Why Not Sports as relevant. You know what I mean? The 2K League is constantly growing. Shakita Evans becomes the first woman drafted into the 2K League. She got picked up by the Warriors Gaming. <laughs> and I shout out to 2K and the women, yeah, man. For sure, for sure. You know what I mean? Breaking so, barriers again. Man, come on, man. Sister out here doing it, bro. Doing the thing, man. Doing it. And I just, before I get on Bryce Harper, cause, man. you know I got to talk about Bryce. 300 reasons to talk about him. Hey, come, come on, man. We ain't spoke on him in a good minute. Remember Royce White? Former Rocket? The Power Forward guy, huh? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. He was supposed to be that guy for us when we drafted him. He, yes, sir. But he had some mental yeah. health. He battled through some things. Yep. Opportunities. He's entering UFC in the heavyweight division. Man, what's up with this, man? When these guys get through their mental aspect, because I think the same thing happened with uh, like something like Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy, he's yep. doing it. You know, after yep. he beat some things with with um, the system, and now uh, I don't know if it's like a release. They go out to that, to that sport to release some of the things <laughs> they've been going through. I can see that though, because you, you get know, to hit. You get to literally punch a guy in the face and so yeah. get paid for it. You yeah, know, but so. don't get hit on the flip side. Though. Yeah, don't get hit or kicked. You know, yeah, flip side. You know, yeah. But. I mean, whatever, whatever. I guess to make Royce feel better, you know. So, like I said, I remember that guy supposed to be the next big thing for us, you know. He was mm-hmm. a under, under, under like he was kind of he's a low. He's like a six nine, six ten power forward, but they had mm-hmm. it rated him very high, you know. And I think he went away from the team right when he got drafted, you yep. know. So you know, battled through some things, but you never know what people go through. You know. But going through. Can get you through mm. You know what I mean Come on And that can be a threat To some people yeah. They don't want to see you succeed Yeah So when you bounce back And they be like Oh They get nervous Bounce back even harder too Come on yeah. 
You should. Yeah, always. you know what I mean. And, and people, I can just—I mean, for those who rock with me, you know the story. But for the first-time listeners, thank you for tuning in. I've been through some moments, some dark moments, some dark days. But when I came out of it, that became a threat. It became, oh, I can't really rock with this person no more. Or they don't even look at me the same. Maybe guilty conscience, or maybe they realize I see through their BS. So now it's kind of like, oh, let me leave this guy alone. Or it can be a combination of both and or God's armor. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Lord, (laughs) for your protection and your mercy. HBCU is a young lady headed to the Olympics. A Howard University student is headed to the Olympics. Miss LaTroya Pena and her siblings, Troy, Jayla, will compete as members of the national swim team, the Cap Verde swim team. Cape man, Verde. Congratulations to her, man. Yep, uh, yep, yep. Swimming is a big sport in the Olympics, too. Yep, 2020 big. Summer Olympics. Yeah, it's very big. So look it up, y'all. Howard University student, head to the Olympics. I keep telling y'all, man, I got some stuff for y'all. I keep telling you. It's how I do it. One last thing I got for... Actually, I got a couple more. Remember that guy? He he was on Moonlight. He was also... Um, another, another movie. His name, though, his basketball name is Mahashala Gilmore. Remember the tall guy? Like 6'3", 6'4". I, don't, I never watched Moonlight, but... Yeah, I don't think I've seen Moonlight. I ain't I'm trying, seen to, I'm trying it. to recall it, but I can't recall It's him right here. Okay, he looked kind of familiar. He played at a D1 university and was balling. He played at St. Mary's in California. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oscar, he was talking about how Kobe, uh, how y'all think basketball players didn't get Oscars. They're thinking Kobe was the first one. <laughs> they saying he was the first one. Or he is another one that doesn't get recognition. So now he goes by Mahashala Ali. He's he's not on the stature of Kobe. But again, I mean Kobe is NBA champion, league MVP, scoring champion. Come on, I don't think he even touched the NBA. You know, he didn't. I mean, (laughs) but people were saying, "Oh, y'all can't say Kobe's the only basketball player." You know, this guy is, which is good. That's still a great feat. It's a great accomplishment. yeah, 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 yeah. However. It's like, it's like they're trying to compare him to Kobe. It's no, and, and that's why I was going to say I'm gonna still give him a plug because yeah. I didn't know that until I props, did more research. You don't match up to Kobe Bryant's no. accolades. You know? Not even, even close. though you're a great actor or whatever, you right? Know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just stand talking about great, just you know, athletes and people doing doing the thing. You know, my former Spur, former Pacer. Went to Xavier, former Warrior Championship David champion David West. One of his goals is to start a college league that pays players. Man, David, get that going ASAP, man. L- look it up ASAP. Look it up, David West. One of his key goals, and he he put that on priority list number one. Yeah, start a college league that pays players. NCAA has to step it up, man. They gonna, it's too people, many. Yeah, people are and former athletes are doing things these days, and and they, and they got enough money now too. Yep. 
you know, because the money was thing that would the factor things into it, but they got no money now to make things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, so the NCAA, but they got to step it up, man. They got to step it up because these, these, these old players start joining forces and putting their money together. Instead of using his forty million, now he got forty million from somebody else. Now they got eighty million. Come on, he come another forty million. Come now on, one hundred twenty million. So it's like, come you know, on, <laughs> the NCAA, they got to do something. Especially when they're playing the athletes, man. They better do it quick because we out here making moves. Making moves. Making moves, bro. That's a threat. A big threat. We took what we learned from our collegiate experience and now making that transition to pay it forward and some. Yeah. So shout out to all of us. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's doing the thing. Now, this guy's a threat. I don't know how he does it and how he did it. Bryce Harper. 12 year 13 13 year 13 year 310 million is that correct that's correct I just wanted to make sure it wasn't uh, a typo nah, that's correct um, no trade clause no nothing he, he he's he's locked in that contract for 13 years no way out of it uh, <laughs> you know the thing about baseball Murph, that's guaranteed money in the bank All of it And they know If I cut here We t- we hold this back Or we pay this Every year Guaranteed Money From the National Baseball League And this is for The Giants uh, Or the Phillies 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 He went to Philadelphia That's what I thought So And I was asking That question Because During the Interview he said he wanted to bring a title back to DC. Yeah, and that didn't work out the way it would. It would. I mean, but me personally, I think San Francisco was going to give him three fifty, but he chose Philly. I don't know why he chose Philly, you know. But I mean, but just to think, thought about three hundred million. Um, I remember yeah. I, I was watching earlier this week on ESPN, Alex Rodriguez was on there, and I think he was another player who had that type of contract, right? You know, and he was just explaining that what everything that comes with that. But you know, Bryce Harper. Uh, it's one I don't want to say He's a one lifetime player But he's well deserving Of that contract Just hopes he lives up to it You know Because A-Rod admitted That he had that contract On his back And it came out With that contract And injuries happened And he felt like His play Downsloped a little bit Because of all the criticism That came with that That, that huge Contract So uh, It's Murphy Yahoo.com <laughs> Will be gladly to take a percent. I don't know what you do with three hundred million, but I guess he'll figure it out, you know. But shout out to Bryce Harper, man. I mean, this is something they've been working on for like the last two months, you know. So we knew it was, we knew when he signed it was gonna break some records. We were just waiting for it to see who was gonna do it. But Big Roy, I don't you know? think you really understood what I said though. You say he playing Philly, right? Philly. So why during his interview he wanted to bring a title back to DC? Philadelphia is not in D.C. Well, he left D.C. right now. Right, so basically he's still yeah. thinking about D.C. And the D.C. owner came back, came out a while, a while ago and said there's no chance they're signing him to that deal, so I don't know why he would say that. You know, so. <laughs> but anyway, you know, I'm not I'm not nitpicking, listen, yeah. but it's kind of like that ex-girlfriend. Yeah. You know, that one time, and I'm not saying I've done it by any means, but that one time you're like, hey, I mean, what you call me? Um, Is that your baby? Mom? Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was one of the moments. Yeah. So yeah, be careful. Uh, <clears throat> think before you speak, type of deal. Yeah, that's why we got that experience behind the mic, though, big dog. And uh, shout out to uh, Rebecca Lobo. You don't know if you know her. Uh, she got her number retired. Okay. 
I think it's UConn. I think yeah, yeah, UConn, yeah. UConn, UConn, UConn Lobo. UConn. I actually seen. I mean, that. Huskies. Yeah, yeah. I see. I seen oh, that when I was Lobo. in. I was. When I was on vacation in Vegas. I seen that um, out there. You know, it was a great moment. I seen Kobe Bryant came to the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Him and his daughter was there actually. Mm-hmm. You know, so shout out to Rebecca Lobo. Yeah, he you plugging. Know. Hey, she going to UConn. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, don't oh, get you it twisted. Know, you I know, ain't. you know, you know. So shout out to Rebecca Lobo, uh, getting her jersey retired. One of the best female athletes, I think, also to grace the basketball court. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember her days when she was in the WNBA, battling against the Houston Comets when we was going through our championship run back then. Mm-hmm. You know, she was a very big force in that. You know, so she's a break barrier. She's along with Cynthia Cooper, Lisa Leslie, all yeah. them people like that, Cheryl Swoops. Who got uh, even Suber, you know, yeah, who's a yeah, legend yeah. too. I was, I, was, I was reading her stats of the day. She's like a, a legend when it comes to points and steals. And I'm That's like, Suber, ooh, yeah. we, you yeah, know, so when, <laughs> she's going for sure to be a Hall of Famer, you know. Oh, yeah. So when, when females like that who break the barriers for, for the women playing basketball. So shout out to, shout out to Rebecca Lobo. Jersey retired. I keep seeing that once on vacation. You know, no, I'm you working do. while I'm on vacation. Do you See, all right, you know, man, I I haven't doubted a question you one time, and you want to just <laughs> talk about just women sports and women basketball. What about Coach Stringer? Yeah. She took three different schools to the NCAA Final Four. So I want to throw that out there too, as mm-hmm. it's getting close. To, to March Madness, yeah, three different schools to the NCAA Final Four. Mike Tyson still moving like he uh, in his mid twenties. You seen that video? I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I I know we still haven't reached you know the basketball part of the show, but I'm just being. It's 40 minutes into the show, and we still ain't got to what we need to talk about. We we this will happens when we got to catch up, and I still got to hit on the combine. Yeah, I seen that video of Mike Tyson. Uh... That's all. That's all you heard, you know. So I wouldn't have been. I would have left that room when the first swing happened. I would be exiting to the right, you know. But uh, <laughs> but he still got it, though. Know. That's Tyson, though. Yeah, that's that's Tyson. Yeah, that's yeah. Tyson. He 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 ain't crazy. <laughs> He's one of y'all to think that so y'all can back back. But now after seeing that, he will test somebody up. As far as basketball talk, mm-hmm. L.A. Lakers. I'm gonna hit on them first. Playoffs activated or playoffs deactivated? Uh, deactivated. Okay. Uh, okay. My okay. bad. BTG. Uh, my boy Greg. Uh, my boy G. Reed. Come on. Uh, I'm sorry. You know, but hey, I'm just this, asking. This, this got to be talked about. You know. Uh, I'm I'm quiet with you. LeBron shouldn't have all the blame. Luke he, Walton shouldn't have all the blame. I'm thinking up top. Me too. I'm I'm I'm, I'm thinking Magic. You I, know, can I be real with y'all? You know, um, I look at one point this season, the Lakers were number four in the West, right? At one point. Before LeBron went down, yep. I think they were number four. I mean, I knew at the beginning of the season when I seen these little one year deals, Rondo, yep, uh, Stevenson, yep, McGee, yep, Beasley, Beasley. I'm yep. thinking, okay, this is cool, but this is the piece you get from him. He was if he's in the East, I think you you get these pieces of pieces. But you in the West, it's like I don't I don't I don't know if Magic it hit Magic when he was doing it, but you in the West, people got they bench as a star as can be a star lineup somewhere else on the team. You know I don't know. 
Uh, Isaiah Thomas, uh, Denver Nuggets. Exactly. You know, and I'm looking at these pieces they added, and I'm like, okay, it's Derrick cool. Rose, Minnesota Timberwolves. They, oh, they just <laughs> Prime example, Eric Gordon. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, you got to put these things in perspective, you know, and the beginning of the season, everybody kept saying, don't have no three point shooting, don't have no three point shooting. LeBron need three point shooting. That's what he had in Cleveland with JR and Kevin Love and guys like that. But I, I kind of, it makes sense now. You know, even when LeBron went down, the season went down. Mm-hmm. He missed, what, 20 games almost. Yep. That's where they at right now. They lost 20 games. They uh, behind almost 18, 6, well, 14 games in from the first place. You know, and I kind of had a feeling, you know, and I knew when the offseason was happening, they were signing one with these, these people, these veterans. I knew LeBron needed much more because LeBron can't, LeBron not going to carry it. LA Lakers by himself in the West, going against Golden State, going against Houston, going against my uh, Spurs, Spurs, OKC, Portland, like Denver, Denver, Utah. Like, come on, like these are the elite six teams that you got to get through before you may even see the Warriors or the Rockets or the Spurs or OKC, you know. So it's just, I I think think they did more from the beginning. And they, I know everybody's relying, relying like this. This not the season. We waiting for the summer. And now it's like you looking at the summer. It's like who you who do you expect to go, go be with LeBron? Like I, you can't sit here and say Kawhi gonna do it because like Kawhi is getting more comfortable, more comfortable in, in Toronto. In Toronto. Yep. You can't say Clay is gonna leave because he's like he's getting more comfortable. He's like he's getting back his old ways and um going to state. Then you look at uh, Kyrie. Kyrie, we don't know what Kyrie's. Head they is play right tonight now. too. I'm gonna watch that game. It's like you looking at the the outlook of who's out there. Maybe Kimba, but Jordan can give him the bank <laughs> three two three hundred million, and he ain't going nowhere. So it's like you look at the the outlook of who could come play with a 37 year old LeBron. You know who's like he's to me. LeBron's still hurt. You look at him on defensive end, if He's he's not. It's, he got a lot of pressure and a yeah, lot of miles. Yeah, he's not assertive, but he used to look. I think he came back a little too early. They, uh, all that pressure. Yeah. I mean, we got to make the playoffs. Yeah. This is your record. This is everything on the line. Then, Actually, it's not. Then the turmoil from the Anthony Davis trade, that weighs in on a lot on them young players. Yeah, they you shouldn't know, have so. did that. That was just – that, that was dumb. That was real dumb. You know, and then the owner trying to come out and say that never happened. I'm like, why are you going to lie about it? It happened. You know what I mean? So just – I think some LeBron signed up for it. He didn't think they was gonna go like this. Well, he can't do it by himself. He so I'm 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 a, I'm gonna defend LeBron on this one. I'm still a Jordan fan over LeBron any day. This modern era, I put LeBron up there, arguably in the top two, between him and Kobe. Even though Duncan is my guy, but just the impact of the game, Not LeBron and Kobe, ex- yeah. exactly. So it's for me, it's like. Okay, I'm going to go to the Lakers. I'm going to see what I can do. To your point, Big Roy, they did not put the pieces around him to help him succeed against that tier, top tier of West. Vaunted West. Yeah. Yeah. The Western Conference teams. And he's a human being. He's a family man. He's an entrepreneur. He's an activist. And then you're trying to hoop on top of that. And then that's, that's a lot. So if he is... Being on Shaq and a Fool once a week, <laughs> I can't blame him. Mm-hmm. He, he he's gave it a good run for so many years, sixteen years, and still going strong. It, it, it will be time for him 
to reflect, not make the playoffs, and come back next year. I got them. I got them in the top three next year if they do not make the playoffs. You got them in the top three with the team they got. Or top no, three they add. No, they're addition. going to add. They're going to add two people. I don't know who those two going to be. You need a trifecta. You need the big three. Yeah, I, in the West. I, you need the big three. At least one. You need at least one other person in the West because every team got a, a two hitter. Yeah, but <laughs> but for LeBron and his mileage, yeah. he need to have two more people. Yeah, similar to what he had when he was in Miami. So he and that team can be a threat in the Western Conference and go back to the NBA Finals. I, I understand. I just I just I'm looking at the outlook and I'm just having a hard time. Viewing who could possibly be to say, "Yeah, I'm gonna come be with LeBron," because then you then, like say say for instance, you say Clay comes, and who else? Throw another player out there that might come. Be Murph, Clay and like you said, Kemba, Kemba. So what you or do, Kyrie? Uh, Kyrie. So it's like then uh, what happens now? Does Ingram, Kuzman, and Ball go to the bench? Because now you mess up their development. And you know, and well, when we looked at it the last year or two, Ball is improving, Ingram is improving, Kuzman is on that level. Yeah, he's he's yeah. at that peak right now. He's right. going to take off yeah. from, from what yeah. we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. So now, yeah. what you do with that? You you move Kuzman to the bench because now you got Clay Thompson. Instead of they playing, got a tough position playing thirty five minutes. Now Kuzman only gets like eighteen minutes. Like how does well, that, they just go small? Yeah, how does it, how does that help their development? So it's like Magic. This is I, he got the, some tough. The, the Magic. The pressure's on Magic right now. Yep. I think. Especially with this, you know they're not making players right now. The person's gonna be on magic. It's gonna be on magic to how he wills and deals, trades, who he keeps, how you gonna help or not help the development of your big your big three young players with Kuzman, Ball, and Ingram. You know, so I think the pressure's on magic, man. Like Magic opened the door for LeBron last year. Went to LeBron house last summer, you know, made him offer and got him to sign. So who is gonna do it to this year? How? What's the selling point? Selling point is okay. Gonna play with LeBron. Okay, guys can do anything now. Guys can go go. Somebody can still sign with Golden State if they want mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Boogie Cousins. You know, or you can go sign with somebody and play with Philly and play with them all. So they got in Philly. It's like so. It's like or you can somebody can say, Nah, I'm gonna go play with Kawhi out there in Toronto. Mm-hmm. You know, so you never know what what can happen. But the pressure's on Magic. Because the, the West is pretty much set. Every, every team is set besides the Lakers. Every team in the West got they got their players who they want. Go, they got their big three, four. Uh, okay, so you got Paul George, okay, uh, Russ, Houston got CP and Harden. Like the West is set who they want and they start players. It's just the Lakers. You look at the Lakers, like you don't know. It's a question mark. Besides LeBron, who else? You know, so. They gonna have to get rid of them that that young talent though. That's sad. That's the sad part. I think the coach got to go too. I think Luke Luke Walton. I don't think he fits that. You know, that build of that team. Wherever LeBron has been though, who who coach really Man, has LeBron, fit? LeBron gets every coach fired. But that's what I'm saying. Just be honest. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Besides Spoelstra, like LeBron gets every other right. coach fired he works with. If besides besides Spoelstra in Miami, LeBron gets every coach yep. fired. You know. Yep. Yep. Ty Lue. Ty Lue. The one uh, David uh, David Blaine. Blaine yeah, from the uh, UK or something yep, like that. Yep. You know? And then you had uh, Mike Brown. That's currently the the assistant coach for the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Out of there. So it's just a. <laughs> So LeBron is 
a good asset, but he can also be a threat to your coaching it is. career. It is. And this is speaking facts. I'm not making this up. For those who really know the game, they're like, okay, Murph, you and Big Roy bringing up some good points that I guess we really, really don't hear often. Yeah. And I would still love to meet LeBron one day because he has an impact. Yeah. But as a coach. And I, and I was listening to Mike Wilbon like this this week, and he brought up a big point. Like, when it comes to the free agency, he said something about, like, who's going to want to play with LeBron? Because if, if it couldn't work with somebody like Kyrie or Kevin Love or Isaiah or or somebody who's not his best friend, like D-Wade or something like that, or Chris Boss who's not his best friend, who can take on that troll and work and play with him like that? Is this LeBron, Unless he do what D-Wade did. Like, does LeBron have a brown whip of playing with good players? Like, who's going to be like, okay, why, why, why don't I want to come with you last year? Why don't I want to play with you this year? Like, who's going to take on that, you know, that pressure of playing with LeBron that's so demanding. I mean, but you should want to play with a player who's demanding of your best. I would. You know, so it's going to be interesting. You know, and the season's going to end with the end of April. So, we will, yes, you know, summertime is going to be a real interesting summer, you know. Unless he do what D-Wade did. Now, I'm at an age now, I'm going to take the back seat mm-hmm. and let this person or this group of guys lead the team. But again, as a man, we got to know when it's time to. But for the defense of that happening in Miami, he had two all-stars around him. But Bosh and D-Wade. Right, that's what I'm saying. Ray for, Allen. The, for the offseason, though, if they get yeah, yeah, some, yeah. at least two, yeah, like I said, the, for the big three, then yeah. he can kind of, you know, I'm going to leave the team. He had veteran players around him in Miami, Ray Allen, Mike Miller, D-Wade, Bosh, and them mm-hmm. guys like that, UD. Mm-hmm. You know, so he mm-hmm. had them guys who he can just take a step back. Like, we've been there, but done that before. Can't do that to the Lakers. Lakers ain't really touched the playoffs since he's been there. But they did bring in Tyson Challen, who won with the Mavericks, who yeah. I think they'll sign, uh, re-sign. JaVale McGee, who I, I believe they'll re-sign. I think he, he got to be going, though, JaVale McGee. But I'm just saying championship experience for next year's team. I'm saying for next year's team. Yeah, but, you know, I look at his play. His play, JaVale McGee. His play. Back to the shack and the food, JaVale <laughs> McGee. <laughs> You know, I'm just saying. I like, but like, I mean, really, I just like to say you feel bad for LeBron because the hype was so real. I'm looking at Stephen A. Comparing them, saying they going to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I never seen that with that team. Ah, nah, and and, and, I, and, I, and I compared LeBron to what Houston went through because LeBron then was in fourth place at the time. We was in the fourth team. Now look at the tables. We're in third place. They're in fourth. If CP3 stay healthy. Oh, the Rockets, oh, if he stays healthy, D. Murphy, it's, it's the sky's the limit. If CP3 stays healthy this year, I only give him two more years left. But if he stay healthy, man, they're going to they gonna make some noise. And that's and that's everybody, you ever listen to any Rockets talk about post-game interview when they talk about it and they ask him what's the biggest factor about his Rocket team, their first thing he says, health. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first thing he said. Yo, and they had a big scare last night when Harden went down. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, he went down for wrist, a bit. Oh yeah, we saw the game. We, we, our heads dropped for a little bit, you know, <laughs> you know. But he came back. That's the biggest thing, health. And the Rockets yeah. like won like eight games straight, like right now. So they're playing that, and everybody healthy right now. Yeah, every man. That's what we've been waiting on to get our whole health back. You know, so it's a perfect time to be peaking right now. You know, we're going yes, to state kind of struggling right now. You know, we're going for that number. Three spot. It's gonna spot. be hard to beat Golden State in seven, though. It is. I, I watched them last night. They don't need no room to shoot. Oh, you seen? You seen what happened? What, what Clay was doing last night? <laughs> God, you were looking at. I me. told my son. I said, "D." Not like he really know what I'm talking about. But I looked and he hit that. He hit that corner three. 
and then had no room. He about to go out of bounds and just threw it up and defender jumped and still didn't block it. He hit it. I said, he they they, they going to win again. <laughs> you cannot – in seven? You can't beat them in seven games. It's hard, They baby. got two – KD, Clay, and Steph, just with them three alone, and that's not including Cousins. It's going to be hard. I don't, I don't see them losing. Not in seven. You have to be on your game for four quarters straight. To get it, like, and them being healthy, and be, and you gotta you gotta hope that they're having a bad off game where they turn the ball over a lot. They do turn the ball over a lot. They do. You gotta hope that ha- they have one of them games where they turn it over a lot. You know, and one of those big three are having, or at least two of the big three having yeah, off night, got to. which never happens much because if Clay's off, steps on, steps off, Katie on, Clay on, it's mm-hmm. like it's just stressful. You know, <laughs> you know, so straight facts. And as it get closer to the playoff, we'll break it down far as the different records and things like that uh, as a team. I just want to highlight a few things as far as what some of these guys are doing before we talk NFL and the combine. Dirk Nowinski, he just uh, passed John Stockton as far as the uh, games, all-time games playlist. So Dirk is at 1505. Mm -hmm. He moves into third place. Shout out to Dirk. Dirk, like we said, is probably the best foreigner to ever play the game. He is. We're going to say that. We're going to come out and say he is the best. Trey Young cooked Chris Dunn and got ejected. That's another story for another day. (laughs) But he's the first rookie in NBA history with at least 45 points and 15 assists in one game. Trey Young is the truth. I told you when I, I was watching that game about a week or two ago when he played the Rockets, how he's coming down from half court and just lunching him. Hey, that's a threat as a rookie. He is a threat. He's a, a vital threat to the NBA right now. D Wade most blocked shots by a guard in NBA history. With uh, he needed a thousand fifty-two, he got it and still counting. So D- shout out D- to D Wade. Top. Five maybe in rebounds too for a guard too. Yes, sir. He may be. I think I seen that like a like a year or two ago. He was like someone with the rebounding too. We can, we can look that up for next show. Yep. And verify that. Yep. 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 Um, Andrew Bogut. I don't know why he came back to the league, but he ended his season where he was the league MVP and defensive player of the year for the uh, Australia's. National basketball team. He came back with Golden State? Yep. Yeah. He'll start next week. I'm like, dude, they treated you like boo-boo and got rid of you. And now you're going to sign back. Well, I guess you're going to get a ring, another ring, and more accolades <laughs> to your NBA career. Yeah. Let me find out Bogut going to be a Hall of Famer. For what he, you know what I'm saying? Think about it. Defensive player of the year, MVP overseas, and then comes to the NBA and win another ring. Bogut, you know, doing, doing it all. And as far as rookies with at least 40 points and 10 assists in a game the past 40 years, outside of Trey Young, who would be the other two? Rookies. Yep, in the past 40 years to have at least 40 points and 10 assists. Trivia. LeBron? One of them, yep. That's a good one. Let me guess. Who's a dynamic rookie? 40 years. I can't guess the next one. Um, the other number 23. Jordan? Yep. 
Yes, sir. Them the other two. <laughs> LeBron James, top 10 all time. Top 10 in assists. Top five in scoring. Still got more to go. Yeah, shout out to LeBron. He just passed MJ this past week after he, after he took a loss, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, passed MJ on a scoring list. That's a big that's a big accomplishment for him. So. Yes, sir. Shout out to CP3, too. I think CP3 moved steals. To, 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 like, them eight and steals, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, so top ten and, and steals, too. So, shout out to CP3, you know, doing his thing, too. Yeah, that's huge, man. And Derrick Rose, I know we spoke on him as far as, like, people that can start us on the bench. You know, he's averaging from his MVP season, he averaged 24, 4, and 7. He's averaging on the bench with Minnesota, 23, 4, and 6. Hmm. Most improved and six men of the year. Can that be possible? You can give it to him right now. Both? Both. Oh. Both. He should have been an all-star this year. It's like you can maybe give Paul George, you know, MVP end if it's a player of the year. That's true. You know, I will agree with you on that one. That that that, that I do agree. Yeah, man. And I know we didn't talk about it, but I want to talk about James Harden and that record that he had with the most thirty point games in a row. And number one was Will Chamberlain with a number that I don't think will ever be uh, <laughs> tested or even possible. It looked out cool when you see Harden doing it when they put the comparison in Will. You it see wasn't even far close. Will it wasn't even like, close. Damn. It was what, 100 some games? Like 111. That's Harden, what I was like, yeah. That. Harden at 33 or something like that. Yeah, that, I'm like, yeah, that's going to be tough. <laughs> like, nah, Harden, you good, but I don't yeah, know you man. will good, man. Yeah, bro. You know? <laughs> I want to give James Harden a good shout out and much respect for that. And Harden could have got. He could that record could have been kept going that that, that day ended, mm-hmm. but he held the ball and yep. set up for the win. Yeah, you know, some sportsmanship too. So, yep, he could have got it if he wanted to. I just got one last thing before we end the basketball talk. Powell gave it a good run for San Antonio. He's going to the Bucks, leaning toward the Bucks. I still don't have Giannis in the Bucks going far in the playoffs. Me either. Between Philadelphia and Toronto, and then we don't know which Celtic team going to show, show up. up. Yeah. So I just wanted to just say that. So right now, Milwaukee is fourth. I was never sold on Milwaukee. You know, I, I feel like if them three don't have enough shooters, if them threes not falling, yeah. same like thing like the Rockets. What can you do? Yeah, but you think, can't but, go toe to toe with the Rockets with jump shots. That's what I'm saying. Shooters. And some somebody like somebody like Giannis, like what do you do if you can't get to that paint? Like you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that's my, that's my theory with them. You know, and I feel like I feel like Seven Sixers have the most talented team in the East. If they bring everything together and are healthy, yeah, Tobias, that was a steal. Man, I watched him last night against Houston. Man, man, that's a steal. Like he's able to steal. He's a, he, he's going to get paid this offseason, especially he's, when Joel and B with his health. That yeah. was a perfect. Yeah, he's going to get paid because he's going to give you them twenty four or twenty five that jo- Joel was. You know, it was going to give you anyway. Tobias all around game, inside, yeah, shoot, outside, yep, defense, penetrate. step back, three, drive. He finna get broke off this summer. Yes, sir. Easily. He finna get broke off. Yeah, man. That's all I got for NBA, big dog. Uh, NFL, man. Uh, before we get to the combine, we got some things that's been shaking up oh. in the NFL lately. Oh. Um, shout out to, uh, not, not even a shout out, uh, but we can shout out to my boy Cody because I see you. 
Cody, Cody, Cody Roy? Cody Roy. Got to say, hey. Kingdom is on a move again. I think Candace Kingdom probably played for at least 20 teams. In two years. And <laughs> <laughs> that's real, though. You know, uh, but he was traded to the Washington Redskins. Well, it kind of makes sense because Washington Redskins don't know what's going to go go on with uh, Alex Smith after he broke his leg, had an mm, infection okay. in his leg. So, you don't know if he's going to be able to continue playing or not. Yeah. You know, so they have a, at least some, like a, a veteran quarterback that's on the roster right now. Uh, they had to make that trade because they remember they traded for um, for Flacco from the Ravens. He tra- he got traded to the to the Broncos. Yeah, Flacco should have been gone. Yeah, yeah. you 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 been saying that like all football Dude, season. You know? I mean, I'm just saying flat. It's like Flacco game stays the same. It's just like hut throw hut pass. You know, <laughs> give it to the run. It's no. It, just, it it for me Flacco looks the same. His game stayed the same, and I'm surprised. Just like an Eli Manning. Yeah. I see them too. Like, why are they? Why, why the game is evolving? They just stand in their natural, you know. And you can't, in my opinion, from what I've observed, you can't stay in the same position even though things around you are changing. Mm-hmm. The only thing is constant is change. Yeah. yeah. Write that down for those. Anything is constant is change. So things just keep moving. If you don't adapt and and and, and duck and dodge, yeah, you're gonna be uh yeah, exactly. you're gonna get the short end of the stick. So that uh, so that happened. Um, we got some notable people who got a franchise tag this week. Okay. Uh, probably the most top two guys. I think probably Demarcus Lawrence and um, yeah. Jadavian Clowney. Uh, I'll tell you right now, when them two sign their extensions, that's that's from the the floodgates. From the open, <laughs> it's gonna open up big time. It's been open for both those guys. I I, I kind of think both of them are waiting to see who's gonna do it first. Yeah, so you know how it goes. So if you get if if, if, if I gotta uh, get more. Yeah, Lawrence get one fifty. Connie, I'm more than I'm one eighty. Yeah, yeah, and this yeah. is why. And I'm number one pick. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? You know, so I kind of put like, what them two guys are doing right there. But yeah. they are gonna get paid. But I'm thinking about that is you know they signed a franchise tag, so we may not be seeing them guys. No time soon till they get sign a, uh, their extension, you know. But it sounds like the Texans are moving forward and the Cowboys are moving forward with this. I think they're trying to get it done before the NFL draft, which would be a great mm-hmm. thing for both of those guys. But um, those are the two top passers off the market right now. So uh, yeah. this would be interesting to see you moving forward with those guys. But some interesting names who didn't get tagged Landon Collins. Pro Bowl safety from the Giants. Yep. I'm surprised the Giants didn't sign him. I don't know what the hell the Giants thinking. Like, uh, they still keeping. They still got Eli on the roster. They so still got Eli. I'm eat, just saying. Eat, eat Are they million. thinking? <laughs> like that was their best <laughs> secondary dude, and you couldn't pay him. Like, he's your best secondary dude, probably your best defender. you on your whole defense, and you didn't want to pay him. But okay, so he's going to go get paid somewhere. Earl Thomas is out there. The Honey Badgers out there. You know, so. Should be interesting, you know, all season with these guys. See who get, who's going to be the first safety. There's some top safeties out there. Like I say, the Honey Badgers, Landon Collins, Earl Thomas. I see Eric Weller just signed with the Rams, which I was, I guess, you know, he was going to retire actually, you yeah. know, but he's going to sign a two-year deal with the Rams. So that should be pretty interesting. Uh, I'm going to have a trade on Friday with the Bills. And the Steelers, but just the Bills pulled back with the last minute. You know, I understand why they report AB wasn't going to report to Buffalo. I about to say he you ain't going to go to no non-contender though. Yeah. I mean, I know that. I mean, I don't. AB, it ain't all about the money. Then. It ain't all about the money. But Antonio Brown, I gotta understand, he's not in control of the situation right now. But he he feel like he is because of okay. He's, on, he's still under contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So but he, I, you know what? Kaepernick made a stance. He gonna make a stance. 
his agent and his team. And people like, Merv, why are you going in on Big Roy? Because I'm just speaking facts. You are. Regardless if I'm under contract, what has my numbers spoke? What has my impact spoke on my behalf? I'm one of the best, or if not the best, this is what I want. And somebody going to give it to me. You're right. But once, like you say, but once you're under, over contract, they hold the leverage. I understand that, but sometimes you got to do some wishful thinking. Especially when it comes to your pocketbooks. I you understand. Know, so. That's a threat. <laughs> that's the title of this show. That's yes, a, that's a threat. That, that's a big threat. That, that, that Antonio Brown is doing that. <laughs> but you you got you gotta have you gotta have faith in yourself. Granted, I'm not saying it's right. Yeah, man. However, so. you still gotta you gotta challenge the process. So that, and that's the, what he's doing. That saga continues. continues yep. You know, um, I don't know what from what it sounds is. Maybe just like Maybe the Raiders are out there Who's left You know mm. A lot of teams pulled out Over the recent days You know what I mean And I, I understand the Pittsburgh Standpoint If we're giving you The best receiver In the NFL We want A fresh round pick And it's, some And some Yeah Like this is a game Changing yeah. player Yeah Yeah Yeah, yeah. Like, no, Not from no Third round pick No I, yeah. I'm all the way with the Pittsburgh If we don't get what you want he ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Work it out. Him and Big Ben sitting this. You got better sit in this room and work it out. Come but on. If you can't get what you want for the player, you got to work. You got to come to a conclusion with that. But um, I don't see this dragging out too long. I'm, I'm, like I said, I give another week or so. Same thing they said with Le'Veon. Yeah, I, I really, I think, cause <laughs> I think they got to like next week or you owe him like a six or nine million dollar roster bonus. That's I don't crazy, think they want to pay him that. They finna trade him. You know, so why trade somebody nine million dollars? You trade them, you know. <laughs> That's crazy. Bro. AB wins in that, you know, but it just, like I say, it's just a continued saga about about that situation. And um, it was crazy because it was breaking news, and not breaking news, but you look in your timeline, you see Antonio Brown to the Bills, and all about two hours later, nothing happened. The Bills pulled out, you know. Yeah. But I don't blame him, man. Like Josh Rosen, like what, what, <laughs> who's your quarterback? Like, you know, what's in Buffalo? And I and uh. I seen a quote. I know a quote. I seen a uh, thing about Larry Fitzgerald because he commented on a situation, and uh, Larry Fitzgerald was talking about the quarterbacks that he played with since Carson Palmer left. Mm-hmm. And Murphy, he had to reel off a good seventeen names of quarterbacks that he's played with. That's real since he left, and he was just basically saying it gets rough when you don't have that elite thrower no more. Was, oh, I could imagine. That was his advice to AB. Now you can be mad about the contract. You be mad about the whatever happened. Locker room. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Exactly. But once it comes to that field and it's time to blow that whistle, and you're not getting the same production yeah, you no more. Forget the money. Forget the money. <laughs> you're unhappy about the production. You're unhappy mm-hmm. about the with the losses. Mm-hmm. Then you that's know, real. That's real from the that, from the OG. Oh yeah, from OG to go everything from Derek Fitzgerald. Now he had a. And I was like, that's a perfect point. And I seen some of that uh, AB has like 75 touchdown passes All of them From Big Ben From Big Ben So he don't know No other quarterback You know So That's real I I, I agree Yeah You know So <laughs> That says enough right there You know And he's a uh, Pro bowler Slash hall of famer No easily First ballot hall of famer So First You ballot. go from that to Somebody that Still haven't even Scratched the surface Or even made a name For himself In the NFL mm-hmm. Ooh wee yeah. yeah that's gonna You gonna be frustrated Very frustrated You already complained about Not getting the ball Or ball being the dirt Cause I watched the interview With him and that ESPN guy And he was Yeah and I watched the HBO thing with LeBron and 
Meek Mill and Two Chains and all them guys on there. The shop. Yeah, the shock and uh, Anthony Davis is on there also. You know, so yeah, man, they they know that they, they, he going to L.A. <laughs> he going to L.A. Man, yeah, I think LeBron gonna pull something off to make that happen. Yeah. You know, when you said interview, man, I know this is a side note. I was thinking of R. Kelly and that interview he did. <laughs> I just had to. Th- it's just saying, it's, you know, you said interview that's wrong, and then just R. Kelly done. Yeah, but, uh, Smullett and 16 counts. Yeah. I know this is this is a flagrant two talk and just normal talk, but I'm just thinking. I'm just being real when I'm on the radio. But anyway, go. I'm back to my sports world. But yeah, those are the mean, first things that came to my yeah. mind when you said interview. Yeah, I know, because there's been a lot of interviews been coming out lately. You know, <laughs> now non-sports related that just come right. down the timeline you got to right. check out. You know, but like I say, man, I just, we, 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 I'm pretty sure we had the AB situation wrapped up quickly. Um, some quick combine notes. I know you want to touch on the combine a little bit. Um, I, if I had to, I got. If I had to pick, because I was out of town when the combine was going on. Yes, but I, in the morning time, I happened to check out maybe like an hour or so. See that's, what's going that's on. That's all you need, though. You know, and um, I got a perfect memory of the um, the combine event when the receivers was there. And, um, yes, sir. DK Metcalf. That guy, DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf stands out to me the most. Ole Miss. Um, Ole Miss. Yes. Come on. Uh, he, I can't. I think he ran like a four four three or something like that. <laughs> then, then when it happened, after they happened, <laughs> after it happened, they put on the TV him and Julio Jones. You know, Julio Jones maybe like six two. Yeah. Two twenty something like that. Ran like a four, whatever, four four. Yeah. And the next to him was DK Metcalf, and DK Metcalf was six three, six four, two thirty eight, four four one. I'm like so one point six body fat. One, I'm something like I'm, I'm in my head. Like, so you telling me Come he's on. a bigger monster, bigger, stronger, faster than Julio Jones? He's gonna play. He's gonna play receiver in the NFL. I said, okay, this game is changing. Uh, he gonna be a threat to somebody's uh, pocketbooks this, and their spot. This game is changing dramatically, you yes, know. Sir. And I couldn't believe it when when I watch him run a forty. He looks like a man possessed, like he's running for something. Like he 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 meant that run. You know, you can tell he's you know he's serious about his business. Yes, sir. like you said, the one percent body fat. Like whoa, like. Like I'm, I'm thinking of pork right now, bacon. <laughs> Speaking, I saw you don't, uh, you don't do, you ain't gonna do bacon. No, I'm done with the pork. Come man. on, man. What's up? You ain't no swine. No more swine. You saw a documentary or something? Nah, just been like, you know, just contemplating a lot of things because you know I already do fasting anyway. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I, I appreciate like, that. That you know, helps me out too. And I always, I'm, one of the things I always tell myself say. I can, I can challenge myself I'm gonna challenge myself With eating habits Cause that's kinda one of The biggest thing We know African Americans Is yeah. eating habits Cause we got a big thing with That's sweets, a threat to our life Sweets you know And any type of meat So I'm like Okay I'm already doing a fasting So what's something I can start Eliminating some of the meat, Different meats I eat So I'm gonna start With the pork You know and So far now There's no more pork You know well, Thank you for doing that For me Yeah It's a start I think eventually I'm gonna You know I feel like I'm my mindset is switching away from meat. You know, mm-hmm. I'm already a seafood lover, so I'm gonna start with the pork, and eventually I'm gonna go to to the beef and all mm-hmm. that. You know, and the chicken and all that. You know, so it's a start. You know, I'm not gonna say it's a process. You know, so I'm just trying to. I like I like challenging myself different ways mentally. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, and that's dope. That's dope. I just something I think I need to do for right now in my life. You know, so 
that's the thing I'm riding with and Pray for me because it ain't gonna be easy. Hey, I, you and my prayers. You know that I love big, my bacon on my hamburgers hey, man, and everything. When I get done with this, I'm about to grub, boy. <laughs> I love it. You love it, man. You know, so it's it's it's, it's just some. I think and mentally, I've been thinking about a lot, and mm-hmm. I just want to, you know, go through with it because I feel like I've been doing a good job with the fasting. So I'm like, this is my next challenge. You know? Yes, sir. It's my next challenge in life. You know, so it is. Why not sports? Is about on and off the court. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, I'm not going to be a bad influence, listeners, on Big Roy. I'll be respectful. <laughs> but he know when I eat, though, you know, just, hey, cl- close your nostrils because this right here, this bacon uh, cheeseburger, big dog, uh, or this it, steak it, on me, you know, it don't have no problem being around me. I don't have being around it. But, you know, I just, I know I have a strong will, strong faith, so I know I can go and be able to. There know. you go do it you know and I like I say I'm a seafood lover I can eat seafood every day I can eat shrimp every day <laughs> tilapia every that's day, real you know and crawfish season right now so I can eat that, all that stuff so you know just switching up the diet you know switching up some things you know mentally you know I like challenging myself I like that's not you should a thrill for no me, doubt you know no matter what it is food life circumstances you know like that's just stuff. I get a thrill out of that you know yeah I know we, again, welcome to, when we link up, y'all, we're we going to talk more than sports. We're going to talk real life and more things about Big Roy and myself that yeah, might I'm, come I'm, up. I'm feeling like a, I'm feeling like I need a, a flagrant two part two, man. I'm feeling like, uh, I'm feeling like that's, that's in the works, man. Come on, to, man. You know, Liz has been asking for that over a year It's now. been like a year or two. It's been over a year, bro. Huh? Yeah, flagrant two been, uh, been around for exactly two years. Man, D-Murph, we need a hundredth episode to be out in another yeah, we, month and a half. We got to schedule that one. Yeah, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Because I know the they, the women want to know you single, you mingling. They want to know you know what I'm saying. I, I get the DM. Mm-hmm. Like like I said, like I'm your PR person. I'm like, won't you <laughs> ask him yourself? But anyway, there we go again. Sidetrack. <laughs> I want to add to the combine because it's some defensive <laughs> linemen, yes, defensive linebackers running I'm, four fours and four five. I think I know where you're going to. Like the first one, this guy right here, the defensive lineman, Montez Sweet. Sweat. Sweat. Yeah, mm-hmm. my bad. Sweets. Thinking of sweets. Mississippi State? Uh, yeah. 4-4. Four, four. He about, what, 260, 270? Dude. <laughs> defensive lineman. This ain't. <laughs> face, man. This ain't a linebacker. This not even a safety. This is a defensive lineman. This is who the guards got to try to block to protect your quarterback. At a four-four, yeah, and that's that's a threat. When he did that, it was pure silence on TV. Cause I was watching that, it was pure silence on TV. Rich, Rich Eisen and uh, Jeremiah, I think Palmer, I think it was. Mm-hmm. It, it was straight silence in that bro. I'm. That's what my face looked like. That. The average speed for off offensive line is like a four-eight. The average. So he just make a quick juke, and that's yeah. You you got him, and you and you, and you see why now these defensive ends are one of the highest pays on the defensive side of the ball because what you just read off. Devin Bush, U of M, go Wolverines. Linebacker, linebacker, four four. Mm-hmm. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> not when it comes to the combine. Not not no. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> 
And, and that's and that's nothing because you didn't even get to the DBs. The DBs running off four three. That's ones, why I'm, I'm gonna stop right four, there. <laughs> four three twos. It was. I don't want to be on offense now. <laughs> it was. It was like this. This generation of football players is is dramatic. It's dramatic. You know, the game is changing. The game is changing. And dude, and then we got tight ends at a four five. Tight ends. I'm just saying. Yeah. Noah Fant from Iowa. Yep. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. A four or five as a tight end. Yeah. That's what the game is brought to us, D. Murray. I'm done with the draft combine. Yeah. With, not with them type speeds. I'm due. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know it. <laughs> and that it, it was just jaw dropping numbers popping off all weekend out there in Indianapolis. You know, from verticals. Ben's press, you know, but they they deserve this this paycheck they about to get. Yeah, they do, they do. Like you said, you put all that hard work and time into it. And last thing I'm gonna lead off with the football. It was a report by Kyle Kyle Murray from Charlie Castley. Yes, sir. Coming off saying he's a bad leader, he was one of the worst interviews and things like that. How can you come away with something like that if you first time meeting the guy and you get? 12 minutes to talk to him and you come over with that type of observation one he's a threat you don't like him you didn't like him from the jump exactly you, you already knew no matter what he said you already had your mind made up exactly. I don't like this guy exactly like, that's what that, that is that don't make sense to me yeah why not go back and sit talk to the head coach who's been with him the last three or four years talk to his teammates who've been in, been with him for the last three or four years how are you going to sit in a, in a, in a boardroom and put him on a board and say He's cocky. He's bad leadership. How do you get that evaluation in twelve minutes? I mean, you can. You can, but like, <laughs> he just didn't want him. He he just wants to mess his money up because he's a threat. Oh, you can do baseball and football. Oh, you know, let me at least, you know, that no just, matter what that, you do, big boy, you know somebody gonna have something yeah, to say. That is really me the wrong way when I seen that. You know, Charlie Cassidy is a very respected GM. He was a GM for Houston Texans for many years. Yes, sir. He was an expansion team out here. Yes, sir. Houston Texans first came out. He was he drafted Derek Carr and all those guys, Mario Williams. I think he drafted Andre Johnson too, I think. You know, uh Yeah. So he's really respected, but I I just can't come up how you come off with like that, you know, with twelve minutes of time and and you asking a guy about his family, his life, sports sports sports, his heroes and Football, and you put him on the board, and all of a sudden, you know, you come up with he's the worst leader. He had this, some of the worst answers you ever seen. Okay, all right, he, he can have all that, but if he got to win games for you, that just shuts all that up, you know. But yeah, I just that just something that just didn't sit well with me. Yeah, and then, like I said, that's just how it goes, man. But I know somebody out here making some noise, though. Old Cole Beasley, you hear what he's trying to get? No, I don't. <laughs> from from the Cowboys. The boys, them cowboys, man. Reports. Yes, again, a big homie. I know y'all like, thank you, Merck. We was wondering, we don't want y'all to leave, man. We still got a few more minutes left. Yes. He is reportedly seeking $20 million guaranteed. Cole Beasley, look, look it up. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you, uh, you say that. It, I read it something like a while ago, right after the season, that he's calling himself the best slot receiver in football. Can you blame him? Can't really blame him. Slot. Now he's not saying receive. He's saying slot. slot. Yeah, slot, slot. Edelman basically gone. 
Adam Adola just got cut. Like, I don't really know experienced slot receivers in the NFL on top of my head. Yeah. On top of my head, that's experience. And that's you know it's hard to this is value him in the slot because now you see everybody moving to the slot. You see Tyree Hill in the slot. You know that you see Odell in the slot. Like you see AB in the slot. So it's like everybody's getting moved around. Well, I'm glad you see. When I think slot, I'm thinking old school. Slot is like that's your primary. West Walker, yeah, eat you up all game. Yeah, yeah. like them guys can go long and just (laughs) hurt you. So. I think that just shows their versatility in the ABs and the Odells. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like a premier slot, like you know for sure he's going to be a slot. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Cole Beasley, you know, like the elite, like all time. But for right now, yeah, he probably he got an argument. Yeah, he does. He does. He got he 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 got something that he can potentially get his money. Yeah, he saved Dak many times too. So you know. <laughs> He, he, he deserves it anyway. He's been putting up good numbers over the last three years anyway. So And what's up with the Cowboys, man? They making Why Not Sports back-to-back with Cole Beasley and Earl Thomas. He talking about no discount. Pay him. Make him the highest paid safe. I don't blame him. I do not blame him. I'm just saying. Did you see that? I, I seen that. and it, Same thing with Seattle. Seattle <laughs> should have paid him like <sighs> Come on. I know. I'm just being big. big I, I know you had. Pay I just him. wanted to just end it on this note. Pay him. Okay. But pay, he said no discount for the Cowboys. Pay him, pay Landon Collins, oh. and play the pay the hundred badger. That's the top three safeties right there in the game to me. There it is. You know what I mean? So pay all three of them. That is the top three safeties in the game to me. Besides the rookie from um, San Diego Chargers, Daryl and James, top three safeties right there. Oh, from Florida State. From Florida State. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, there it is, y'all. Pay, hey, Big Roy said pay him. Pay him. Because if not, somebody gonna pay him. Oh yeah, somebody gonna pay him. Three of those dudes watch, and that's oh, another man. thing too. People act like they don't want to pay. Oh, they gonna pay. They might, they might not say much, but they gonna pay. Yeah, they might, they might not pay. Like if, if Freddie started tomorrow, they might not pay him tomorrow. But yeah, but they they, they trying they, to figure out how we gonna get this man yeah, his money. Yeah, it's you know behind I mean? the scenes working. You know, it is. Well, man, hey man, this was dope, man. Yeah, man, good to be back. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. Shout out time. Uh yeah, shout out to everybody that's continued being the Pisces right now. We got they got like another week or two in the game. Uh, it's the month of March. Welcome to March. Shout out to my brother. His birthday's on March twenty fifth this month. You know, so he got a birthday this month. Um, shout out to everybody. Like shout out to the women who was like I say we was the National Women's Day on Friday. So yes, sir. Shout out to all the women out there. Y'all keep doing your thing. Keep breaking barriers. Keep being great. Keep uh, hustling. Keep going hard. For yeah. Your, your job, if you're in school, whatever you're doing, keep being positive. Always be positive vibes around, and just yeah, keep, yeah. keep your head above water and keep moving. You know, um, what else? What else? That's about it, really. You know, um, IG, Snapchat, R O B O I underscore two five, and uh, Twitter at Turned Up Row. Follow for the follows, all that. Make sure y'all follow Big Roy. Yes, sir. Follow me, please. Because the following is growing. As we've said before, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate you tuning in. The title of this episode is A Threat. You know being a threat can ruffle a few feathers, but also being a threat can get you paid, can provide stability because you are bringing something to the table that is different than most people. Anything in life, you got the good, the bad, or indifferent. Or the good, bad, and the ugly. Or 
the good, the bad, and just, man, just out of this world. So being a threat isn't always bad. Being a threat can be a good thing, like a running back, a dual threat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Basketball, triple threat. They're like, man, Murph, this on the fly. Why not? It's why not sports? I'm giving you sports terminology about threat. So, you know what I mean? That's just on the fly. I just love what I do, man. But that's all I want to say, man. Why not sports is a threat in the sports podcast world. Big Roy is a threat when it comes to how people, when they come to me or come to him, realizing that y'all can't get in. So that's a threat because, dang, we can't get in. How can we figure this out? How can we do what he do and be doing this as long as he has? That's a threat. People, people ask me to this day, Merv, how are you going on two shows with over 100 episodes? Hmm. How are you still bringing the heat and the passion and the excitement as if you first started? And you're you, you making a good run out of this. Do you get tired? How's your family life? How is this? How's your work life? I just want to give God the, the praise and thank him as you guys listen because I can honestly tell you it's him. Big Roy will tell you, it's been some moments I'm like, I'm taking a month off. Yeah. I might take two months off. And I know you guys are like, huh, what you mean? I'm just being 100. But the point is, being a threat ain't always a bad thing. Use it to your advantage. Use it as leverage to get what you want out of the hard work that you are putting in. Whatever that might be. First time listeners, I truly, truly, truly want to thank y'all for rocking with me. For everywhere that you guys listen to podcasts. We are constantly growing. We are constantly making moves. Please stay tuned. And to reach me, you can reach me on email. It's dmurf at yahoo.com. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's dmurf. And I know Big Roy, and we got to say this for the next episode, you know, the oldest at the Sweet 16. I didn't even hit on that. A lot has been going on. And then I have to do some stuff. But that'll be for the next show. So remind me, and listeners, remind me if I do forget to bring up how the Sweet 16 event was for uh, for Jazz. It was real dope. Ate a lot of food. Ate a lot of food and ate a lot of food. That's all I'm going to say to that. We appreciate y'all very much. You can find the show everywhere you listen to podcasts. Until next week, until next time, we love y'all and a big homie salute. Keep grinding. Keep the faith. Keep on running. Keep the faith. Keep on running.